Motorola Tefano, welcome back to the practice run, your frontline pass to the heart of sports action, brought to you by 99Dream, inspiring others to chase their dreams, with your host, Rauri Tsukoirangi, and sometimes Vince. <laughs> We're diving deep into the thrilling world of NRL and rugby league today, and who knows where the game will take us tomorrow. From the try line to the sideline, we've got you covered. So strap in as we tackle the big plays, the game-changing moments, and the stories that define our legends. Whether you're a seasoned vet or this is your first hit-up, the practice run is for everyone. Every run, every tackle, every win, experience the rush with us. With exclusive insights, couch analysis, and a touch of humour, the practice run is here to keep you entertained, informed, and part of our practice squad. Because here, every practice run takes us one step closer to glory. The Practice Squad, where every listener is MVP, powering our play every episode, every day. Thanks to 99 Dreams for powering our passions. Now let's kick things off with today's lineup. Today we've got a breakdown of the Parramatta Eels, the New Zealand Warriors, Melbourne Storm and Canberra Raiders. Going to take a look at some of their key players, their biggest losses from the season and some of their big changes, who we're looking forward to um, watching the most on these teams, as well as someone we think these teams produce. We're also going to um, play a few games throughout. We've got two sitting in the hot seat today as we play Run It Straight, which is our trivia game. You've got one minute to answer as many trivia questions as possible correctly. We'll score all your points, and whoever's leading at the end of the season can do a massive prize or a giveaway. Um, but I think first we'll kick off with a bit of a Who Am I? This game is uh, called Who Am I? Where we have three players and the only uh, clues that we have to figure out these players are the teams that they've played for. We've got two guesses with one hint outside of the teams that they played for. Um, and you guys at home can play along with us. Keep score. If you beat us, hey, congratulations. Good for you. <laughs> um, if you don't, shame. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. <laughs> so before we kick off the show, though, we'll have a bit of a paper, scissors, rock. Is that us? Yeah, I got you. Wait, are we doing uh, down here, eh? One, two. Off screen. Yeah, yeah, one, two, three, shoot, and then pull it up. Yeah, all right. Sweet as. All, all right. right. One, two, three, shoot. Pull it up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us pulled paper. Crack up. There's a bit of a bit of a delay in the um in our feed, so when we're recording, so we we actually just gotta do this every uh start of the show just to try and gauge how long the lag is. One more, we've got to get a winner, alright? Yeah, yeah. So there's one, two, three, shoot. Pull it up. Hey, ah, get it. He got me this week, Tano. He got me this week. We won a, I think we won one. I won last time, eh? Yeah, won one. All right, so I guess you go first then uh, with your <laughs> Who Am I? Where did I play? Yep, let's, let's hit it. All right, so the first player. Okay, so this player has played for... Should have asked, are we counting Super League teams? Yes, yes, yes. 
Just, just if they play okay. union, we're not, we're not going over their union career. Just, just rugby league uh, careers. Yeah. Well, that might be a hint. Uh, so this person started at the Bulldogs, uh, moved to the Broncos, and then followed that up with a stint at the Sharks. This guy ended his career in St. Helens. Would have played for another NRL team, but then. Grandma. Would have played another, but then. Okay. Bulldogs, Broncos, Dragons, did you say? And then St. Helens. No, the Sharks. Sharks. Bulldogs, Broncos, Sharks. Ah. Uh... Two guesses, one hint. Uh, we'll go. Did he? Did he go to the Sharks? Maybe Ben Barber. Mhm. That would be correct. Yeah, he was the fullback for their winning premiership team. Ah, right, right, right. Like, I, yeah, like, I believe the team was the Cowboys had signed him, but then. Oh. <laughs> Playing up, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a good player, man. Right. He was a good player. That was that was good. That was good. I'm, I'm, I'm one for one. All right, my first one. Uh, we'll go. They played for the Panthers and then finished their career at the Roosters. Who am I? That it. Just two teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Um, man, two kisses, one hint. This is not a good start. This is not a good start. Who's even played for both? I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Spencer Lenu. No. <sighs> no. So the next hint is he's a New South Wales legend doesn't help me at all how does that not help i reckon you're gonna be so mad at this too you reckon i don't reckon yeah once you find <laughs> out who it was oh it's gotta be that brad fitler yeah freddy i thought the shirt would help give it away too oh <laughs> Phew. <laughs> Phew. All right, all right. We're both one for one. Both one for one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Going to the next play, are we? Yep, yep. You're up. Okay, here we go. This next player started their career at the Bulldogs. And then after the Bulldogs went to the Roosters, and he finished his career at the West Tigers. Oh. See, I went Bulldogs, Roosters. I was thinking straight away, oh, yes, Sonny Bill, but then the Tigers do a spanner in the works. That, that's, <laughs> that's not where. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, hmm. Should we go? 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 Bulldogs, Bulldogs, Roosters. Tigers. Who the hell went from the? Oh, 
break the nest though? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, who the hell went from the tigers to the, uh, from the roosters to the tigers that was, uh, might have been a bulldog and then, yeah, break the nest though. That's a good one. That's a good one. My hint was going to be um, currently known for his media work. Well, I think he's the host of NRL 360. Oh, shit, he is too. Eh? Him, Cooper Cronk. Um, and what's his name? McInnes. Oh, him with the big ass fucking head. He's, his head is so huge. <laughs> it's just huge. Uh, all right. My next one is uh, they played for the Tigers. Uh, then they went to the Dragons. They found their way up in Brisbane. They found themselves back at the Tigers before wrapping up their career at South Sydney. Who am I? Tigers, Dragon, Brisbane, Tigers, South. I was actually thinking about using him two way. <laughs> <laughs> This has to be the one and only Benji Marshall. Sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's it's the the king of New Zealand rugby league. It is Benji Marshall. Um, mm. Current Tigers coach. Hopefully he goes well this season. Uh, yeah, no, nah, great player, man. He he really found some form coming back up to Brisbane uh, under Wayne Bennett, and then again was quite serviceable for the Rabbitohs uh, in that twenty twenty one season. Yeah, you had me at Tigers Dragon. Then when I went Dragon Brisbane, I was like, A. But it was the last two, the Tigers to South. I was like, oh, that has to be him. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. played for the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone forgets that because, uh, you know, it's not really what you wanted of, of him in that period of time. He was good for them, wasn't he? He was all right serviceable that... but not like not the benji that everyone expected him to be because they were all just you know remember the og benji but i think as his career went on he matured into like a really good player yeah definitely all right here we go last one okay so this person started at uh your broncos went to the eels and then went to st george Eels. How <laughs> goes to the eels? How depressed do you got to be to go to the Parramatta? <laughs> like, damn. Um, then para to the dragons. Are they? Well, you didn't say ended their career there, so they must still be current. Um, uh, we'll go. We'll go Ben Hunt. I don't know. He, he went straight to the Dragons, though, eh? Yeah, Ben Hunt is incorrect. Yeah, After St. George, he went to uh, the Super League, I believe. Well, Toulouse. Olympi. Can't even say that. 
Then he went to uh, FC, another word I can't say. <laughs> I don't know if he's still currently playing, but it looks like they put the London Broncos. And that was 2023. Which I think he's known for... What is he known for? No, I don't want to say the brand because they might give it away. Mm. Do you want his position? Yeah, that might be helpful. Well, apparently the Wikipedia... Oh, I know he's a bit of a utility, but mainly in the halves, fullback. Halves, fullback, halves, fullback. Eels, dragons. I might have to start a, a countdown timer here. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. Nah, fuck. I got no idea. It's the True. eels. Oh, I hate the eels. <laughs> he played the. Looks like he. Wait, is that? What is that? He was at the eels for four years, from twenty fourteen to twenty eighteen. Then he went to St George, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. For that, his reviews twenty ten to twenty thirteen. Hmm. 2010 to 2013. Half slash fullback. Ah, shit. Half slash fullback. Still Half nothing. There's a, there's a dog just barking its head off outside, <laughs> bro. <laughs> fuck, I hate that mongrel. Shut the fuck up. Um... Nah, I got nothing. Oh. Corey Norman? Ah, uh, yeah, you should have said, buddy, Isaac John. Good <laughs> mates with Isaac John. Who's that? He's the guy who runs um, YKTR with Corey Norman and... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, like, I don't want to say the brand, because that's what I was thinking of. I, was like, I think it's part of YKTR. Yeah, yeah, that would have gave it away. Yeah, oh, Normie. Corey Norman. <laughs> Normie. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. My next, well, my final one. They played at the Brisbane Broncos. They went to the Warriors before coming back to the Broncos to wrap up their career. Who am I? said wrap-up career i don't know if you said that to throw me off no 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 so that, that's yeah that's, that's where they they finished up there's no there's no dubious Broncos <laughs> warrior Broncos. what the hell Did he go back to them? Nah, surely not. Oh, oh no, you said wrapped up, eh? Keyword. Yep. 
So um, subtle little hints, hey, that help you a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, so they must still be playing. Yeah. That's why the Corey Norman one threw me off. I was like, where the hell is this guy? <laughs> no, I was like, didn't, can't even say the names where he went and played in the Super League or over in Europe. Yeah, they are. yeah, that makes oh, sense because he's been overseas for ages. So yeah, got any got any estimates? You do get one one hint. Yeah, I kind of got one, but I don't know how to actually say his name. <laughs> Just go throw it out there. Can't really Google it. Who's the one that does the bloke in the bar podcast? Oh, uh, Dean and Kemp. Yeah, is it him? Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's Kempy. <laughs> I just didn't know if he went back. He played there. like to the Broncos. Yeah, he played four yeah, games yeah. for the Broncos <laughs> when he came back. Over two over two years. He only played four more games. Mm. So he played one year at the Broncos and then oh no, sorry, he played from two thousand seven to two thousand eight at the Broncos, one year with the Warriors and then Played from 2010 to 2012 before hanging them up. Fuck, his career was that short. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So he got uh, granted an early release from the final year of his contract with the Warriors. Uh, and he, he still, like, uh, if he watched his podcast, he still says, like, he wishes he could have performed a little bit better at the Warriors because he, he loves the, the fans. Mm. Yeah, they just he just couldn't put it together, and he got injured, and so yeah, it's all good though. Get up, get yeah, it's hard now. My His God. podcast is crack up. Nice, nice. So you went up so three for three. Yeah, bro, I love his podcast. It's mean. And they always uh, ask the right questions and talk about the, like the right topics yeah. at the right time. Yeah, it's, it's it's good. That's good. So far enough, you're playing along at home. I hope you've got it. I hope you've got Corey Norman a lot quicker than I did. I didn't even get it. Is uh, come on, man. Who even is he? Uh... <laughs> nah, jokes. He's the man. Uh, again, uh, I listen to a lot of him on the YKTR podcast and vlog that used to go around with Ice. Good times. It was good times. Uh, so I guess we'll do the squad breakdowns. Yeah, man, let's get it. All right, Notice. so up first we've got um, Parramatta Eels. After just saying I don't really like the Eels. Don't really follow the Eels at all. Uh, so my review may be slightly biased. If you've got a bit of review, um, comment for the Cuzzies. Leave some comments for the Cuzzies down below uh, on YouTube and um, find us on Insta. Uh, hit up the 99 Dreams uh, Insta and you can send through your uh, comments for the cousins there and we'll answer all of it. So I guess we'll give another shout out to 99 Dreams, our primary sponsor of this podcast. If anyone else is looking to sponsor us, holla. We're always uh, looking to support uh, other brands as they help to support us in our dreams. So shout out to 99 Dreams. Cop these hats at 99dreams.co.nz. Uh, we've also got a few baseball jerseys. I'll probably wear one in the next uh, episode. But anyway, back to the breakdown. So with the Parramatta Eels, uh, following the retirement of English veteran uh, Josh Hodson, there's apparently a two-way battle for the um, number nine jersey. They say it's between Brennan Hands and Joey Lussick. 
So it's going to be an interesting one to watch this season. Uh, I've gone off of NRL.com's predicted round one team, and they've got Brennan Hands starting at the nine. So their spine will consist of Gutho, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. It's always exciting to watch those two. Um, Brennan Hands and then Jermaine Hopgood and then the 13 there to round them out. So that's another good solid team. Uh, that's a good spine. Mitch Moses done bits for New South Wales uh, when he was called up there to replace the injured uh, Cleary. So looking to see a bit more of that this year. Uh, Dylan Brown's always serviceable, man. He, he's a reliable, reliable player. Uh, and Jermaine Hopgood, you know, he's, he's just puts up big numbers each season. Um, if Gutho can stay healthy throughout the season, I think this Eels team could turn things around. So on the wings, they've got Micah Sieval, uh, Bailey Simonson. Uh, in the centres, they've got Will Pinacini and Sean Russell. Uh, their props, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo. In the second row, they've got Ryan Madison, Sean Lane. And then off the bench, they've got John, uh, Joe Opahangawi, Bryce Cartwright, Wittemu Gregg and Kalma Tuilangi. Some of the key ins is Kalma Tuilangi from the Seagulls, Morgan Harper from the Seagulls. So they're just grabbing their players from Manly. They lost Jack Murchie to the Huddersfield Giants. Josh Hodgson retired and Andrew Davey retired. So they didn't lose too much. Um, and Josh Hodgson's taken up a like a mentorship role with the club. So he can still uh, mentor people in that capacity. They'll just be missing his uh, veteran expertise out on the field. Um, one person I think that they've left off the squad, I don't know, might just be because he's a local Taranaki boy, but um, Makisi Makoto. Uh, always always keep an eye out for him, actually, of that um, Parramatta Eels team. Uh, he went to New Plymouth Boys High here in Taranaki, so always got always good to see Taranaki Fano doing mean, so hopefully he gets, uh, gets back onto that bench. One thing I did hear on the Levels podcast, if you guys aren't watching that, with Justin Horro and Big Willie Mason, was they said that Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Paulo both need to have their minutes reduced slightly because they're running out large minutes and they kind of lose all steam towards the end of the game there. So that'll be something to look out for. Um, what are your current thoughts on the round one predicted team? Uh, for the Eels, solid. They're, they've been solid the last few years. I don't know what happened last year. Uh, I think they missed having uh, Reed Mahone not there. Uh, it's given that mm. good clean ball behind that powerful forward pack. But you would expect with a full preseason now, you would expect them to be there, thereabouts. It might be a make or break season for Coach Brad Arthur. I don't know, did he sign an extension? Oh, uh, not too sure. Not too sure. I feel like this would definitely be the season where he'd get the nods to come run it back, or, yeah. Well, they could be on the lookout for a new. Coach, uh, solid at the back with Clint Gufferson, their spine, their halves with Mitchell Moses, Dylan Brown. I think Dylan Brown's going to play better this year than he did last year. Kind of had a bit of a down season, uh, but he's still young and learning as he, as he goes. So, yeah, their benches, not looking too bad. Bryce Cartwright, big fan of him. He's a utility, probably playing second row, but pretty much can play anywhere, really, uh, if they need him to fling with that prop. And our big man, Widamu Gray, hopefully he gets more run time. I'd say solid team all around. They should bounce back. Should. 
But you just never know with the eels. Yeah, and saying that, and saying that, I did leave them off of my uh, top eight. So I think that could be a top ten team. Uh, they could be an outside chance to push top eight. They'd definitely be a top ten team. But yeah, I've got I've got four Queensland teams making the top eight. So. Uh, it's going to be hard to, to drop one of them. Maybe the Cowboys don't don't uh, do me any favours this season and the Eels could easily be replaced by the Cowboys. So those two, I think, could be interchangeable. But I think, yeah, Eels be a top, top 10 team. What, what do you think, there? Uh, say that again, please? You got, you, do you have the Eels in, in your top 10? Or you got them top 8, top 4? Where, where you got them placed? Yeah, I believe they should be good enough to make the top eight. You've, no, you've looking got at how you've got them as a... Yeah, definitely making the eight. Um, just looking at, you know, where you've got them outside or in your top ten, what do you think they need to do to, to get them in that top eight? Like, do you think there's a player they could go out and get or anything that would change about the team to make them, to try to get them to that next step? I think they just need a serviceable nine. You get the forwards on the front foot early, um, so I, I think that's that's where things are going to be dicey for them. If they're you know having a nine battle, who's going to be playing that nine? Why are they picking hands over Lusick? Um I think if they don't have that sorted by the end of preseason, there may be a little bit of lack of identity in the uh, in the team. So. Yeah, I think I think that's where they might need to, to hammer down a little bit more is just yeah, sort out who's in that starting lineup early so they can build the chemistry and if it is a rotating nine, make sure that they're doing that in preseason. Just so you know, the forwards are used to it, they know who's passing, how they're doing it. Um but if they're going to go to that next level, I think they need some more strike power out on the edge. Uh bring in a new winger. Uh, someone, someone speedy, someone fast. Maybe give them, maybe give them a fox. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> whoa. <laughs> nah, but seriously though, his, his speed and strike rate out out there on that wing. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And what about you? Who who do you think? You know, if you could get anyone from any other team, who do you think will help service the Eels and turn them into a into a contender instead of a pretender? <laughs> I, I like their team, mate. But yeah, I'd follow similar similar lines to you. If it wasn't a nine, uh, it would be an outside back. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Mm. <laughs> That's why I came up with the fox. I looked at you and I was like, yeah. We'll take it. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I wonder if they could do with a Nick Kotrick from the Raiders. <laughs> nah, actually, I take that back. I think because they got Sivo, kind of need a, a speedy winger. Maybe a Jason Saab? Yeah. If not a, not a Fox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Saab's not too bad. Put him out there. Even a Dom Young. Hmm, yeah. Someone of, yeah, looking at that quick. Or even the centre. Do they have, because Will Penasini is, is good. He's solid. Sean Russell, though, I'm not really sold on that. Well, who'd you, who, who would you put there then? 
Would you have uh, been the Eels and tried to throw the bag at Critter to lure him before he signed with the, the Bulldogs? I don't think they would have had the money either way. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a bad option. Maybe looking at someone throwing out there, like a Zach Lomax, if he can't work oh, out yeah. at the Dragons. Or even, what about an Adam Dewey from the Tigers? Can kind of play any roles, been in the centres before. Maybe someone of, yeah, of that cool. mould. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how Eels they Because those two players, right, you put them in a better system. Like, they could be... Yeah, hard out. They could do damage. Hard out. Well, Eels fans, leave some comments for the Cuzzies down below. Uh, let us know who you'd like to add to the team. Um, we're, always, we're always all ears. The TAB currently have the Eels at $21 to win the outright season. Uh, and Bet365 have them at $23. So around the 20, uh, $23 mark, $21 mark. That's not too bad. So Eels fans, dollar easy, 200 bucks on your team to take out the premiership this season. And who knows, you might be smiling by the end of the year. Uh, who have you got to break down for us first, bro? So the first thing I've got to break down is the Canberra Raiders. Uh, oh, nice. So just going off, I just went off NRL.com as well. So in their predicted starting lineup, we have, I believe it is a rookie at fullback, Chevy Stewart. Haven't really heard much about that. Comes a bit of a shock to me. I would assume they would have had um, Xavier Savage there, not him. Even, uh, so then Chris Sebastian. Wingers, they got Jordan uh, Rapana and Nick Kotrick. Uh, centres are Ethan Strange, Matt Timoko. Matt Timoko is pretty solid centre. I don't see him go anywhere. He can kind of... He's coming into that leadership role. The biggest change, obviously, for, obviously for the Raiders was in their halves with the loss of Jackie Wyden. They have mm, Kai yeah, Weeks sure. locked in as the starting number six for Manly. Jamal Fogarty, obviously at seven. At nine, you got Zach Wolford, who pretty much took that nine jersey from Tom Starling. Uh, and he's been a great pickup for them. So hopefully with a full preseason on his belt and some NRL experience, he can take that next step. Their props, you got the ever-reliable uh, duo of Josh Popali'i and Joseph Tapene. In the second row is another... You got the old head, Elliot Whitehead, and Hudson Young, who took that leap last year, making his debut for New South Wales. At 13, they got Morgan Smith's, Smithies. He's the another Englishman who's come over from Wigan, I believe. And if their track records of signing English forwards, he will be on par to have a great season. Like the likes of Elliot Whitehead and, um, and Bateman. The 14, they've got Tom Starling. He's pretty much the quintessential 14. That's been his role for the last couple of years and another great player. they got Ime Gula and Paisami Solo and Zach Hosking at 17. Surprised I didn't go with the... You might have to help me with the name here. The old... What's his name? The prop... The Ranga? Another one? Corey? Corey Horsburgh? Corey Horsburgh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so stories to watch here for the Canberra Raiders. 
is how well they go without Jackie Wyden. That there was pretty much the heart and soul of that team. They went about as good as he went. If he was on, they pretty much won. And if he wasn't, then unfortunately, it didn't quite go their way. They've got the forward pack. Their forward pack solid. They're getting a bit up there in age. Josh Papali isn't getting any younger. Elliot Whitehead isn't getting any younger. But, you know, you still got Tapene there, Hudson Young. And it'll be interesting to see how Morgan goes. So, yeah, everyone wants to know who's going to play that six. I guess we're going to have to wait to see what happens in preseason. That's pretty much going to be the storyline for this team, if they can sort that out. I don't think they need anyone amazing there. They just need someone that can do the role, can fill the job. You know, that's and that just means Jamal Fogarty is going to have to step up to the plate. You know, he left, uh, he left the Titans to go to the Raiders to get pretty much a better chance at winning. And now with Jackie Wyden there, he's going to have to step up even more. So if he takes that next step, we could... They do have a chance of making the top eight. I don't think I picked them in my top eight. Uh, I believe, but I don't think they'll be fighting for the wooden spoon. I think I've got them in their top 10 to 12 range. They've got the Ford pack. We also don't know what's happening with the outside back. They've got a few wingers. they got Albert Hopuare there as well. Um, Xavier Savage, who we don't even mention. I, I just assumed he'd be they're starting fullback. So again, storyline, what happens with those two. Uh, Ethan Strange, I'm not too sure how he went. I thought Chris Sebastian would be there. So a lot to be worked out in their backs. Their forwards are solid as ever. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the Canberra Raiders? Yeah, they've always had good, strong forwards, eh? Um... They've got Corey Harawira Naira, who's on an indefinite medical, so they're not too sure when he'll come back. Um, but if he's able to come back, another strong player, same as Corey, uh, he's suspended for four games, so um, round five we'll be expecting to see him back. So they've they've got they've got some big boys to come back into the squad so you'll, you'll see some recognizable names in the near future coming back but yeah the, this team's they've lost a lot of identity um you know with white and leaving for the rabbitos but also um jared croker club legend um he also retired at the end of last season so they missed that leadership i'm sure he'll probably be hanging around the club rooms uh, in a mentorship role but yeah they they need to find something that sticks in those halves and they need to find it quick because this is going to be a tough season uh everyone's going to be fighting to knock the panthers off i was, the I was wondering of why when i was saying um go carol sorry my bad i was wondering why it sounded weird when i was saying his name and it's because i was saying it back to front with sebastian chris not chris i was chris sebastian i was like that sounds weird why does it sound weird every time I say his name? <laughs> yeah, my bad. And I was seeing it and I was like, oh, duh, because it's Sebastian, Chris. Yeah, that sounds way, way better. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah. Um... They've had a lot of changes happening to the club, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they develop that identity moving forward. The, the platform's there. They've still got, you know, strong players. They've got Rupp still, still on the team. Um, Big Papa, he's still on the team. Joey Tarp in there, solid player. So it's not like they, they can't make the top eight, 
but it's gonna it's gonna be a tough journey for them to get there. Like you said, they they're gonna need the strong halves to partner up. Um, yeah, I, I'm the same as you. I've got them outside the top ten, um, that twelve to fourteen space. However, you know, if they put forth a strong enough um, a strong enough campaign, you know, world's their oyster and they can push for the the bottom eight. But um, yeah. That, that's that's where I see them going. Do you, who who would you add to this team to try and push them into that? You know, into the the top eight. Who do you think would be a, able to make a difference in the squad? Yeah, I'll definitely be looking at that six jersey, seeing if I can get someone there. Uh, again, just to name a throw out there, probably be looking at someone like Adam Dewey again, only because he did his ACL. Eh? That's why he's not around, right? But uh, here's someone so. that'll be looking at. Uh, tell you what, it'd be they're definitely missing that uh, Englishman that they lost at their number seven, George Williams. It'd be cool to see him back in the in our. They could definitely do with him and shift Fogarty to six. Because uh, I thought that combo with him and Wyden was growing, and I had thought he was going to do big things in the NRL, but, you know, family issues and stuff like that, or he went back over to to England. Or even bring over that, that young player, Tom Wellsby? I think he's an oh, NRL yeah, yeah. player. Right? That dude's a gun, man. He He's too good to be playing over there. That's just my opinion. I think he'd be a million dollar, close to a million dollars over here. Um, he can play fullback, he can play six. I mean, what he did to that Penrith team in that World Cup challenge. He's, I think he's already captain England. He's, and he's still so young. I don't think he's coming over anytime soon, though. I think St. Helens locked him up long term. But yeah, Smart I think if there's him. someone from Super League that could make it, my money's on him. He's just class. Man. You sure we're not going to get another Sam Tompkins? Maybe. I mean, you never know, right, with those guys. You never know. But, man, I think he's... Personally, I think he's just too good. It's not that they yeah, don't have the skill. That... They definitely have the skill. Like, it's all that outside stuff, right? Being away from home. And stuff. That's yeah. really... I think that's normally what gets them. And if they can make a smooth transition with the family and all that, then yeah, things are different, but just never know. But yeah, that'd be my one. I think if they got him, oh man, they'll be on. They'll be back. Yeah. Ah, that'd be mean. I think I'll go uh, lean towards a team that has a few too many sixes. Um, so I'd be taking from the Warriors. And you know, you you can take your pick. You've got um Tamari Martin, uh got um Chanel Harris Tavita. Is it Tavita Harris? Harris Tavita. Where does his name go? Sorry, all Chanel. Um and Chanel, yeah, Harris Tavita. Or you've got um Metcalf. So, you know, picking up one of those guys. Could help out the team um and i just i just went from that team because i feel like realistically that'd probably be the easiest way to get a half um 
with experience would be to take someone who's competing for a spot, competing for roster time. Um, I think Chanel Harris David will be a utility this year anyway, so he'll probably still find a way to be part of the Warriors team. So yeah, I, they need a half. Warriors got a few to spare, so. Yeah, no, that's a good, and, that's a great option there. And I just thought of another one, but I don't want him to leave. Maybe a Drew Hutchinson. We just signed him as one of our millions of utilities, but honestly, man, I think he'll be good in the halves there. He needs a vet. Been there, done that. Been in a great system with the Roosters. So, yeah, I could see him. I don't know why. But that's all it takes sometimes, eh? There's a bit of bit of experience just to help bolster the side. That's all they need sometimes. That, that's enough to give them the edge. I mean, look at how good the Panthers are. They Every year their side gets depleted, but they've got that experience to show up for one another when it counts the most. And we've seen that in the latest grand final against the Broncos. So experience matters, especially when it matters the most. Uh, and the, for the punters, um, who are we looking at? Canberra Raiders. Uh, sitting at 51, 51 bucks to win the grand final, um, or between fifty one dollars. Yeah, no, it's fifty one flat throughout. So there you go, Raiders fans. If you've got hope, more hope than the TAB does in your team, get out there, slap a lazy hundred on, and you could be smiling by the end of the season. Fifty one bucks. That's that, that, it's not bad. Not bad, you know, just for a lazy, you know, just always back your team, no matter what. Worst yeah, things have happened. Always. Yeah. Uh, my second team, my second team, and, you know, I've, I've hyped, heaped a lot of praise onto these guys in the last episode. And I'm going to continue on that bandwagon just because I want to see them succeed. You know, the fans deserve it. The people, you deserve to see it. So we're going to dive into the to the Warriors, up the Was, who arguably have the best Heritage jersey uh, replica this season. If you haven't seen them, they go on sale on Wednesday, so whānau, 10 a.m., jump online. They'll sell out quick. I'm probably going to cop one just because I need more uh, jerseys for the rotation for the podcast because, yeah, I'm running low on, on uh, options. Anyway. Outside of the biggest news story of the return of Roger Tuivasa Sheck, the next question the Warriors have to ask themselves is where is he going to play? Is he going to play on the left edge or the right edge? Like, what are they going to do with him? But anyway, predicted round one team. Charles Klodstadt in at fullback. Uh, DWZ and Marcelo Montoya out on the wings. Uh, Rocco Berry, they've got to put him um, over on that other edge by Dallin and they've They've got Roger taking uh, Adam Pompey's spot, so we'll see what happens there. Far no preseason, anything can happen, right? I reckon if um, whether it gives Roger that roaming role, how you know Turbo and all that get at Origin when they're all playing with Teddy and stuff, just just the roaming role, so he's kind of that fullback, but he's playing in the centres. Um, I think that would help free up a bit of bit of space um, with Sean Johnson and Chance to just create magic. Um, the six, as we just said, the Warriors have an abundance of sixes currently, so that's the headache that they're also trying to play is who's going to be starting, who's going to be playing where. So they've got Tamari Martin um, at the starting six, partnering up with Sean Johnson. You're not going to go wrong either way, really, if you've got um, 
bloody Tamari or she's got um what's that other guy's name? Luke Metcalf or um Chanel Harris Tavita. You know, you're not gonna go too wrong. They're all kind of have their strengths and weaknesses, but the 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 main event is Sean Johnson and that halves combo. So as long as you can compliment Shawnee really well, can't go wrong. In the props, you've got Adam Fanua Blake on his final year with the Warriors. He's been granted an early release, so look for him to do big things this year. Wade Egan really submitted himself in that nine jersey. Um, going hard. Mitch Barnett in at the 10. Jackson Ford and Kurt Capewell. Uh, big signing by the Warriors. They're essentially trading away um, Josh Curran to the Bulldogs and signing a better version in Kurt Capewell. Hopefully he can live up to that potential. He, he, you know, he did all the little things really well. Um, he runs hard. He does all the decoy runs really well. Um, Broncos will definitely miss him, but uh, it's it's um, he left because he wanted to free up cap space for them to sign Brendan Piakura and come back and play for his old coach from Pampers. Can't go wrong. So hopefully Kirk Capewell does, does good things for you guys. Tohu Harris uh, locks things down at the 13, and that rounds out their top 13 with their bench being the ball boys, Dylan Walker and Jazz Tevanga. Um, and then they've got Marata Niukuru and Tom Ale. Is it Tom Ale or Tom Ale? I don't, I'm not actually too I sure. I think it's Ale. Could be uh, wrong. Okay. So the, the Warriors didn't actually lose too many players in the offseason. They obviously lost Josh Curran, but they gained Kurt Capel. They lost Bailey Surinan, but meh. Um, and the biggest signing is obviously Roger Tuivasa Sheck. And then Chanel Harris Tavita making his return. So the biggest question to ask is, where do you play Roger? Do you, do you have him roaming? Do you have him? You know, do you give him freedom of play? Do you put him on Rocco Berry's edge and keep Pompey on, or do you put him on Pompey's edge in replacement of Pompey? What would you do? You got Roger coming back. You've got you know, Charles Michael Claus there playing a season last year. What do you do with Roger? Uh, I like him at that roaming role. He just needs to be around the ball, right? Have him, have him around the ball, just good things happen. Uh, I think, yeah, Chance has to stay at fullback. Just with Roger getting up there in age now, he's not young anymore. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, being accustomed or getting accustomed himself again to the league game. So having him in that centre, give him the freedom to roll. And Chance has also played centre as well, so... There's no reason why they can't have times where Rogers at the back there, you know, for certain sets or certain plays, and just have those two interchange with their role. Yeah, but yeah, as long as he's around the ball, he'll be good. Yeah, hard out, and he he he's picked up a whole bunch of new skills from rugby too. His passing will be way better. Uh, his vision will be a bit different too, because you know, fifteen men on the field is slightly different. Um, it's more of a close quarters game, union. So having a bit more space and a bit more time with the ball, I think he'll be able to do wonders again. Will he get back to that Delium form of a few years ago? Who knows? be interesting to see. I'm, uh, he, he's just a classy talent, man. And so uh, the world's his oyster. I've got, I've got Warriors back at the top four, but they do run the risk of just flopping all together. They, they've, they've done that before. You know, they have that yo-yo year where it's, they're the hottest thing on in the NRL, and then the next season, they're pushing for that wooden spoon. So I hope this year isn't that year. I hope, you know, under the new coach, they can continue to just roll like they did last year with him. Um, 
I think a lot of these boys are on their last legs. I don't know how much longer Tohu Harris can keep going. I, I have heard rumours this is Sean's final season. He was thinking about hanging it up last year or the year before as well. So uh, we all know he's on borrowed time in terms of just him wanting to play. He's not like seen the worst of his footy, but he's, I think, just ready to move into the next stage of his life. Um, so this could be the last year that we see a lot of these players together. Um, so I think that you know they're, they're going to pull their heads in and, and give it all they've got. And they've, on paper, this is this is a great team to go all the way. Um, you know, Tohu and Capel, they've all gone to the finals and won on the big stage. Roger with the Roosters. Um, you know, they all know how to get there, get the job done. They know how to win. They play together and they play strong. They play smart and they play for the full eighty like they did last year. Yeah, I, I don't see too many people. You know, knocking them out of the top four. Interesting. Uh, I definitely got them in my top eight, I believe. But again, it's the Warriors. Eh? It's just you never know with them. Up and down, like you said, eh? they have a great year followed by, who knows, they could be the team that takes that leap even further and go all the way, or they could just fall off a cliff. <laughs> and... <laughs> to be fair, I don't think anyone would be surprised by either one. Uh yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but again, <laughs> they're just you know you never know. That's, that's what you know. It's the same with the Warriors, eh? You never know which Warrior team you're gonna get. And a lot of teams think they did well last year because people weren't prepared for them, you know. So it's gonna be a different beast this year when people have that marked as an important game. They're not a pushover anymore, and they showed that last year. So now, you know, I think they caught a lot of teams off guard, but. This year, they're probably going to get every team's best shot. So it'll be interesting to see how they reply when teams, you know, come in there knowing it's going to not be an easy game. And then if other teams don't show up, the Warriors will roll, roll them. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. So who do you think then would you put on this side to have them go all the way? Because I think, I think, I think they, are, they are contenders. So who, who do you think? Mm you could add to this team to just put them over that next level. Hmm. I'm leaning towards a forward for this one. Uh, oh, yeah? No disrespect to the to the bold twins. No, I think they're great. <laughs> but I do think, you know, Fenor Blake does play big minutes. And I think he played close to 80 minutes in the playoffs. And Tohu Harris... So having someone to be impact player for them. And also look forward to the future for a bit when Fanor Blake isn't there next year. So I'll be looking at a prop. It's not off the top of my head. Uh, looking at either a Brandon Hemuel Ewitt or the one from the Sharks. Don't know how to say his name. Uh, either him or the May brother at the Roosters, Tyrell May. Probably looking at someone ah, yeah. on that level. Those would be the two that I'd try to look at. Let's see if I can get them over. If, if I can get them over early, be looking to bring them over for next year. But yeah, that, that's where I'd be looking. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah. You definitely want yeah someone to come in and, and fill in the gap where um, AFB is leaving 
Who would you bring in? Um, man, I'd, I'd try and throw some money at someone and try and bring bring them over so that way you can have a, a three three prop rotation. Um, and I'd be looking to throw some money at the likes of uh, Saifidi. Uh, they should have picked up Fliggs. <laughs> he would have been a good... It probably cost too much, but man, he would have been wicked. Um, would you even try and pick up like a retiring Hargreaves? Just a bit of mongrel? Or would you think that feeds too much into the, the aggressive warriors that everyone loves to see? I mean... Yeah, I'd at least give him a look. There's one of the greats. So why not? But I don't know. I feel as though he's he's too good for giving away penalties and <laughs> spending time on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and I just I don't think I just could put him in a different tope. Nah, it'd be weird to see. But I reckon you know, man, he'd get those Waz fans rolled up. You'd see something different out of those Waz fans. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, not. I'm not too sure who else I'd get because, like, kind of got to be realistic. Not too many top teams are gonna um, let go of of their, you know, top players. Like, you're not gonna be able to get a Tino on the team or a um, or a Horsburgh. But yeah, someone. Slightly older roosters could be looking to move on from the the Hargreaves era, the hard man, the hip man. So who knows? Who knows? Um, the TAB have the Warriors sitting at eighteen between eighteen and twenty one dollars. So depending on where you look, but that's not that's not too bad. They they win with a chance, and that that's probably the best you're gonna get for a for a top team. Um, I think we've got Storm sitting in at ten bucks with the Panthers at three seventy five, so all all top odds there. So Warriors fans, throw a hundred bucks on the Warriors to get up this season, and then shout us a box at the end of the year. Moving on to my second team for the night, which is the Melbourne Storm. Uh, so their starting 13 is their spines are outrageous spine. They've got Ryan Pappenhausen, who should be back in time for the preseason. And hopefully he's back at full strength. So Pappy at fullback. You have the halves combo of Munster and Hughes, and you have Harry Grant at nine. Not many teams have a better spine than them. In fact, you can make the case that no team has a better spine than them. Uh, that's that's just ridiculous. You've got four just classy players on their day. You can say they're the best at their position. Uh, they can pretty much all win you a game, so... That's a great start to have. 
the wingers, they have Will Warbrick and Xavier Coates. Two super fast wingers. They're both good in the air and good finishers. Uh, at centre, they have Nick Meany and Remus Smith. Remus Smith will be good to see him again. I thought he was training to be one of the top centers in the league. Uh, unfortunately, injuries have hampered him. Nick Meany, he seems to be the Mr. Fix-It. Uh, when Pappy wasn't there, he would play that role. Uh, and he pretty much just plugs up all of... He just goes wherever he's needed. Uh, so another cast of players. In the forwards, you have... They have Kamikamitha and Welch as the starting props. With Katoa and I believe it's Trent Laurier is the second rowers. And then Josh King is their lock. So their forward packs, it's solid. You have Welch and Kamikamitha. Uh, their second row is a solid as well. Josh King had a solid year. I wouldn't say a spectacular year, but most of them are kind of just there to do a job and play their role. Their bench, they've gone with Fa'alongo as the number 14. He's an up-and-comer, and Pepe better watch out because he's coming through, and if he gets another injury, he'll be back there. And we got a small snippet of him last year. Scored a double on debut, I believe, in round 27. And then he went on to do great stuff for Samoa. Uh, he just looked electric out there. So he's definitely one to watch for. You got the big man, Nassan of Solomona. It'll be interesting to see where they play him. If he comes on as a prop, then they shift him to the second rower. Or if they start him at prop, move him to second rower. Uh, he's. They've found. Yeah, I mean, he's solid. He's. One of the most damaging ball runners. He just is always good to get Simbin as well. Sean Bloor, yeah, he's got that got mongrel from... in the May. Yeah, definitely. Sean Bloor, who they got from West Tigers, and they swapped for Olam. I can't believe they got him. I was hoping we would make a play at him. He's someone that had a lot of potential. Uh, just didn't quite work out at the Tigers. And you know what old Craig Bellamy's good at? He's good at taking players who didn't fit in the system. And he makes them fit and turn into superstars so yeah i'm crying that they got him and then they got aaron penny at uh 17 it's kind of i don't know about him he seems solid but hasn't really set the world on fire uh but again there's just play a role probably the biggest storyline for the storm for the upcoming year i'd say is more around their coach is this actually his last year uh they've been sitting there for like what seems like the last five years now um, and I'd say that if they do win it, it'll definitely be his last year, but you just never know. I don't know if they've got anyone lined up or who they're looking at, but that's probably the one thing that most people would talk about. In terms of people they lost, they didn't really lose anyone, really. Uh, Justin Olam, Tarek Sims, uh, Jaden Nicarima, a few that, and they didn't really gain anyone they gained was Sean Blow as well. So... Yeah, in terms of where we, we are predicting, it's the Storm. They're just solid. Uh, and I think that they'll be a top 14. And they'll be there or thereabouts again. They've got game winners. And on their day, they're hard to beat. I think they might be short in a few spots in that forward pick. But I think they'll be one of the one of the favourites, as always. So I've got them top four. I expect a good season from them. It's the storm. That's just what they do. Ah, uh, yeah. What yeah, about you? Yeah, hard. 
Yeah, I've got I've got Storm uh, sitting between sixth and third. I've got them somewhere somewhere in that range. Uh, like I said, it's a Storm year in and year out consistently. Um, I don't think they've have they ever been outside the top fourteen outside of the year they had to because of the salary cap. Like with Bellamy in charge, they've they've always been there or thereabouts, say eh, in the top eight. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember the last time. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember outside of that um, salary cap scandal when they were forced to go wooden spoon. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, so so I've got yeah I've got them um, between third and sixth, uh, somewhere in there. I know that they're just yeah super reliable and they've got the experience to just get it done at, at the end of the day when it matters the most. And yeah, last year they got up over my Broncos, so we'll be looking to get a bit of revenge this season. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they go. Um, the TAB think they're doing all right for ten bucks. They're sitting at uh, well eight fifty on TAB and bet three six five says they're at ten bucks to win the grand final. That's not too bad odds. So it's serviceable. Melbourne fans just put a cheeky hundred on and shout us a box. Call a call of a day. <laughs> Who do you think will help this team make it to the next level? They probably don't need too yeah. many people. I just, it's hard to say with them, eh? Like, everyone's kind of solid. I mentioned before, maybe looking at their forward pack. But with Sean Ball there, he's a second rower, so he can fill in the gap. Of Nelson coming off the bench, they kind of don't lose anything. It kind of feels like they go up again when Nelson come on. I know when we played them last year, uh, we smoked them that first game and caught them off guard. But that second game, Nelson almost single. I think no, actually, I think it was that game. Nelson almost single handedly won in that game. When he came yeah. on, he just changed the whole. He steamrolled our whole forward pack. He ended up having to go off because he got injured, and we ended up winning that game. I believe that's how it went. <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 all classy. In my eyes, he should be up there with the best props. Uh, he's just so devastating. Oh yeah, but. He's wicked. Mm. Maybe look at this second rounds again, but I just said that Josh King maybe he could improve the third team. Can't think of anyone yeah, yeah. though. Yeah, let's say who would you put in that spot then? Yeah, that's thing, eh? Well, see, because I'd, I'd pick, and only because he, he chose to leave the Broncos at the end of the season, so he could have gone anywhere. But I think um, Herbie in the centres. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other spot I was thinking of was that centre spot. Uh, maybe looking at, I think the name I had was either Taylor May or Taruva. Oh, I think yeah, if you yeah. get one of those two over, that'd be devastating because Taylor May's still so young, coming back with ACR, but Taruva, man, he's good. And I'm pretty sure they're both fighting it out that wing slash center spot I'm, I'm assuming one would be wing and the other would be center at Penrith um, ah yeah 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 but yeah if you could get one of them to come over you're looking pretty good but yeah, yeah that's not bad that's not, not really bad. much to say about the storm yeah. nah outside of the fact that they'll be there or thereabouts yeah 
So that's that's four of our 17 teams that we're going to be looking at over. Um, like I said, I, I've got I've got high hopes for the Waz this year, but I just I just feel like they'll let let us down, and you know I'm not quite used to being let down by the Warriors all the time like you guys are. So Warriors fans, good luck. <laughs> I've got, I've got a lot more hope in the Broncos getting back up this year. Um, Melbourne Storm, just they're always reliable. You can't go wrong there. The Raiders and the Eels, uh, probably two teams to challenge for the top eight spots. So good luck for the season, lads. I know you guys will go well. Um, huge, huge potential for a new superstar breaking out this year. Uh, what brings us to our next segment? <clears throat> This week, we're going to put two in the hot seat, and we've got the hot seat brought to you by 99 Dreams. Um, Fire Yards FD Kahurangi is the current uh, whakatauki that's on these portai. We've got uh, how this works. I'll show you guys the hat as well, because this is the primary sponsor. So here's the hat. If you're not, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can't really see the hat, but they're pretty dope. They've got some embellishing 99 Dreams. There's a whakatauki on there. It says Fire Yards FD Kahurangi. So you like, just follow your dreams. Um, so, two is about to try and follow his dreams. We're putting a minute on the clock. It's got a minute to answer as many questions correct as possible. Failure to can do I so. Just pass. You can pass. Not? You yeah, you can pass. You can pass. Um, let me just start my timer. Oh, this ain't gonna go well. One minute. So I, I, I've I've got. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the first one. So you gotta <laughs> set the bar. Um, I've got some questions from ChatGPT, and then I've got some that I did myself. So I'll go through and do my own personal questions, and then we'll get ChatGPTs uh, to round them out. Um, are you ready? Nope. Don't hit it. Uh, just make sure that you can hear me. <clears throat> Fano, play along at home. Let us know in the comments down below how much you got correct. So just leave some comments for the cuzzies and tell us how many you got correct. Okay, um, hold on. Let me just put an extra five seconds just so it counts for the the switch between um, the timer app and the questions. So I'm not ripping you off. Okay, <laughs> three, two, one. Let's go. Who scored the most tries in NRL history? What's it in? Who scored Who the, the most, most tries, tries in NRL history? Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Ken Irvine? Yes. Uh, who was the wooden spoon in 2002, 2008 and the 2021 seasons? 2002, 2008, 2021. Fuck, that's not my bulldog, is it? Yeah. Uh, what Trick. teams played in the 2004 grand final? Is that my bulldogs and the roosters? Yeah. What was the score? Oh, fuck. How am I meant to know? Um, 16-12. Uh, who was the captain of the Roosters oh, in 04? Uh, Fittler. Yes. Uh, which key player left the Broncos in 04 to join the West Tigers and help them to a grand final in 05? Wait, what? Did someone leave there? Scotty Prince? Scott Prince is correct. When did the Cowboys first win a game versus the Brisbane Broncos? Fucking. I don't bloody know. Uh, Time. Oh. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 2004 was the first time they, they got a win versus the Brisbane Broncos. Not bad, not bad. Uh, which one did you get wrong? The final. I said 16 Oh, 12. the score. The score. So you answered 1, 2, I thought 3, I should get half a 4, Seven, seven questions attempted, five answered correctly. I got that half too of bad. that question right. 16, you got most 13. Of it, yeah. I was like, hey. Yeah. I remember it being 16, I just can't remember. Damn, do you want to try to keep going? 13. I'm not guessing a... I'm not guessing a, an odd number. That's a random number, eh? No, nah, you can't count seven. Yeah. I didn't even have time to answer that one. Oh, no, I did, but I, I was like, ah, Yeah. Do you want, because I still got one, two, three, four, five, and then a whole bunch of chat GPT questions. Do you want one more attempt? Just find out at home, one, one more one more jam? Yeah, how many questions? Give us three more, right? That takes me to ten. Three more? Well, yeah. It's also, like, because you want it to be quick fire. Quick fire, yeah. I just want to well, say... three more questions, we'll go... Was like, duh. 30 seconds for the next one, eh? So you got three, sure. three questions, 10 seconds each. Uh, I'll just make yeah. sure I've got them. One, two, three. Yep, I've got, I've got some. Okay. Um, three, two. Hold on, let me just read this. Three, two, one. Uh, shit. True or false? All Black legend Sean Fitzpatrick played for the Warriors. False. False. It was John Kerwin. Nice. Uh, who led the Warriors um, and try scored in the 96 season? The 96 season? Was it their first season? Uh, Second. Well, I don't know. Stacey Jones. John Kerwin. Which former Bulldog forward also played for Manly, West Tigers and Brisbane Broncos? Manly, West Tigers and Brisbane Broncos. Oh, is that Greg Eastwood? Marty Kopow. Ah, of course. <laughs> and the time Who it did, did you go say? off. But my final two. Where? For Marty Marty Kopow? Yeah. Now the teams that you said. Dogs, Manly, Tigers, Broncos. Ah, oh, yeah. I don't know where Greg Eastwood came from. <laughs> that's just, that's just like, you, were just, you were just like old players must have been yeah, yeah I got that one actually from nrl.com ah. they showed highlights and I was thinking he, he played for a couple of those teams Greg Eastwood so I was just like oh, he's played for a few of them just take a punt on yeah. the hmm. and then my final two questions were just uh, what year did Sonny Bill leave the Bulldogs uh, I wouldn't know that one and then who was the NRL's leading try scorer in 2008? Oh, because 2008 well, was when Sunny left, so I went off of that. No, who was the NRL's leading oh. try scorer in 2008? Yeah, I should have clicked on to the John Kerwin one, eh? Yeah. When you said, like, based on the question before, I was thinking it too. I was like, bitch, he would have just went with the same answer. <laughs> yeah, I was leading with it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang. I just wasn't thinking properly. 
hey, well, that, that, that was a pretty good run. So five out of seven in one minute is not bad. It's hard to read the question quickly and then give you enough time to answer. That That's also like part of it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, man, he's, yeah, half the time it's just you talking. Like, it's just turning. Yeah, yeah. The questions will be true, true or false questions and real quick ones. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I took that format from uh, the chase. You know how you got a minute uh, to try and build up as much cash as possible, and then you go up against the chaser. Um, but five out of seven, first attempts, not too bad. Not too bad. So you're up on the leaderboard, five out of seven. Um yeah hopefully hopefully next next time um you come with some some good questions and i'll try and try and beat that yeah um but yeah fano this has been this has been episode number three we've got three on the board now we're, we're slowly getting better at this it, it's, it's taken a little bit we're still waiting for brother vince to join us um we'll get there eventually you'll you'll one day meet the brother vince instead of just hearing about sometimes vince he'll actually do his bit so hopefully hopefully we get him sometime soon but man's is busy and that's ktfi you know everyone's got a luck outside of this um but no thanks so much if you're still listening thanks for making it through episode three um episode four we will be looking at a few more teams i'm looking for the paper with the teams that we're going to run but we'll come back to that (laughs) another time we'll find out next week uh next episode when we get back together but thanks all so much for watching uh any any last words brother two uh no man good to get another one under the belt uh yeah if you want to know what teams we're talking about next time just tune in you'll find out and i'll get better at that hot seat that was actually no i'm pretty happy with my performance five out of seven ain't bad i feel as though it should be 5.5 out of seven but uh yeah (laughs) You know no, half points around here, man. <laughs> no, I kind of know what to expect. We should get better at it. Um, but no, yeah, man, they, if you think you can do better than us, yeah. come and join us on the show. Yeah, um, that man, be good. You know, good to get another podcast in. Good to be a part of this community, and hopefully, this community builds, man. But no, that's it for me, man. Cheers to the churn, Matewa. There you go, Fano. So, hey, if you haven't yet hit subscribe, join the practice squad, and like two says, cheer to the cheer, matua.